Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. This morning, I would like to encourage you with the Word of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can read your Word, we can hear your Word, and faith comes by hearing and hearing of your Word, Father. Help us to know you more, and we will grow spiritually to become more like Jesus Christ. We will have more faith, more love, more wisdom, more grace, and more understanding. We will not stay baby forever. We're going to become a very effective spiritual martial art soldier of Jesus Christ. And we can not only help ourselves by the faith, by the power of God, but we can help our relatives and friends and other people around us as well, Lord. We thank you, Lord. May your Holy Spirit speak to your people this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would like to start by reading the book of Job, chapter 29, verse 18. I thought, this is what Job said, I thought, surely, I shall die quietly in my nest after a long, good life. Job expressed his feeling that at one time of his life, all his nest are fixed up. Everything in his house, good. He has all the furniture. He was happy. He lived with his wife. He has wonderful children. He knows God. God loved him. He has good business, a lot of animals and camel and all the things. He was living a good life, successful life because God blessed him. This man really loved God and God blessed him so much. So at one point of his life, he was pondering in his heart, wow, surely I will die quietly in my nest after a long good life. He thought that his life all fixed up and doing well. But suddenly, his nest was shaken. Suddenly, a storm came and messed up his nest. The storm came, problems show up, and the good nest become messy. God did not bring all those things to him, but God allowed it to happen. We're going to learn why God allowed the storm and the Difficulties to happen in our life. The title of the sermon today called Difficulties Push You Up. Difficulty will push you up. Overnight, Job lost everything. He lost his health. He lost his business. His all children died. Everything gone. His wife even blamed him. He got into big trouble. He lost everything Big difficulties, if you get into difficulty right now, I tell you, your difficulties cannot be compared to Job. Very bad. Overnight, everything fell apart. Thank God, the story did not stop there. If the story stopped there, it would be a very sad ending. Let's look at how Job responded to this shaking situation, the storm and the wind. Look at the word together. We're going to learn some principle here. When we face difficulties and the shaking or the challenges in life, how should we respond? 
Job chapter 19, verses 25 to 27. For I know, this is his confession, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, he confessed with confidence. I know, I know that I have God. He is my Redeemer. He confessed. Everyone say, God is my Redeemer. He is not a dead God. He's not just an idea in the book. He is real. God exists. He's still alive. And even the world disappears, he's still alive. God is the Redeemer. He's a good God. That in my flesh I shall see God. One day all of us are going to see God. Is that right? If you are born again Christian. One day you're going to stand before the presence of God in heaven and see you see God with your own eyes. Today we don't see God yet. We walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. But one day we're going to see God. He said, one day I'm going to see God whom I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold and not another how my heart yearns within me. When Job faced great difficulties, the way he responded, yes, he has come some complaint. He has some kind of question in his heart and he talked to his friend why this happened, but he made a decision to confess and to believe that his Redeemer still live. He believed that God is still Almighty God. He still sit on the throne. You know, the things can disappear. Man can die. The house can be burned. I have house burned two times in my life. The house can be burned. You drive out to the church on Sunday, you come back, the house is gone because of the fire. Things in the world can be gone, but one thing will never disappear and will never be gone. Our Almighty God. God live for eternity. He is an eternal God. He is still alive and He is not just a little God. He sits on the throne. He's a king of all kings. Nothing can stop Him. Your difficulties are the piece of cake for Him. It's easy for Him to fix it. He is a redeemer. He is not just God who sits on the throne and lazy and watch some Korean drama and say, come samida. Opa, something like that. He was not sitting on the throne just watching some drama. He is working. Look at what the Bible describes our God. Psalm chapter 47, verses 7 to 8. For God is the king of all kings. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. When you face difficulties, you should do like Job. I have my God. I am a child of the living God. My God is not just an idol on the shelf. I remember when I was about seven years old, I was in the house having an extra study from my school. And suddenly the fire came up in that house. So the owner of the house said, hey, everyone leave. Uh, we need to get out of this house right now. I never forgot that day. I was seven years old. And I noticed the owner of the house went to the shelf with the idol, the statue of Thai people. You know, Thai people have their own religion. They, he picked up that statue and ran away out of the house to protect that statue. 
at that time, I did not believe in Jesus yet. And I look, what? Why you have to help this statue? Why you have to help this idol? He should help you. If he is your God, he should help you. So after that, I realized that only the Almighty God can help us. No other God can help us. The statue, the idol cannot help us. God is to sit on the throne in heaven. And we need, believe that he is the king of all the nations. I don't know about you. Sometimes I sit on the plane. I look to the window and see the mountains and the, see the sky. And the plane keep running and running. I was thinking to, to, to myself, wow, this world is so big. Wow. Look at the mountain, look at the ocean, look at all the things. And I'm a small guy compared to this world. Really little one. This world is so big. And then God spoke to me. I am the God not only of this world, the God of the whole universe. I'm a big God. I'm a redeemer. Our God is not a little God. He's a big God. He can help you. So when you face difficulties, turn to God and say, you are the king of the whole universe. You're the king of the nations. You are my redeemer. Amen? And don't be discouraged because what's going to happen? The difficulties are going to push you up to the next level by the hand of God. Psalm chapter 113, verses 4 to 9. For the Lord is high above the nations. His glory is higher than the heavens. Wow, our God is so big, so great, so powerful. Who can be compared to the Lord our God? Who is enthroned on high? He stoops. This sentence, I like it. He sits on the throne. He's a big God. He is a king of the whole universe. But the Bible says, He stoops to look down on heaven and on earth. He lifts the poor. Imagine with me. He sits on the throne and he looked down. He stooped down. Oh, that is Da. <laughs> she was sick with endometriosis. She could not have a baby. Okay, Da. Healed. <laughs> he sits on the throne and he stooped down. Mark Murren, I feel bad for you. You suffer from shoulder pain for three months since May 20. You could not use your shoulder and arm. Okay, healed. This is the God we worship. He stooped to look down on heaven and on earth. He lifts the poor. The poor can be financial poverty or can be physical poverty, can be emotional problem, can be relationship problem, marriage, in trouble, whatever. The poor, from the dust, he lifts them up. And the needy from the garbage, dumb. Wow, our God loves and cares for people who get into trouble. He stooped down and lifts them up. He sets them among princes, even the princes of his own people. Not only that he lift you out of the garbage dump, he lift you up and honor you and make you higher than before. That is the God that we worship and serve. He gave the childless woman a family, making her a happy mother, praise the Lord. The Bible tried to say that our God is not just the king who sits on the throne and 
doing his own business and he doesn't care about you. No, he sit on the throne and he stoop down and look at all of you and try to help you, get you out of the garbage, get you out of the dust. And if you cannot have a baby, okay, I give you a baby. He can bless you, he can help you, he can heal you. He's a miracle working God. He's a God of restoration. He is a redeemer. Job understood this principle. In spite of great difficulties, he said, I know my Redeemer lives. Everyone say, I know. I am confident. I am persuaded. My Redeemer lives. He stooped down. Look at me and help me. And he's going to push me up. Higher level. Do you know what happened at the end? In the end, Job came out of that difficulty twice of what he had before. God's dream for him become true. Let me read from Job chapter 42, verses 1 to 6. After Job looked to heaven, king of all kings, sit on the throne. You are my redeemer. I trust you. You stoop down to help me. He used his faith. Then Job replied to the Lord. Now he has conversation with God. I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. He confessed no one can stop God. He's the almighty God. You ask, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? At one point, Job was complaining, talking, why this happened to me? He tried to figure out what happened to him. He tried to understand God's wisdom, but don't waste your time trying to figure things out. God's wisdom is higher than you. You just trust him. It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Things far too wonderful for me. You said, God said, listen, and I will speak. Do you listen to God? Or you keep talking and complaining? Do you listen to God? This is why you should listen to the teaching series called Spirit Let Living. When you face difficulties, the first thing you should do, you say, God, you are my redeemer. Two, you listen to God. God will show you what to do, where to go, who to call, what kind of email you should send. Listen to God when you get into trouble. You listen to him. Listen, I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said, and I sit in dust. So now Job repent. Job say, I'm sorry. I try to question you. I try to figure things out myself instead of trusting you. I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. So the first thing you do when you face difficulties, you say, God, you are my redeemer. My redeemer still live. You sit on the throne, you stoop down and look at me, and you're going to help me. Number two, listen to God. Many years ago, I became a pastor already in New Hope International Church here. We started the church. And at that time, we started to have family problems. Pastor Dan and I started to have conflicts as husband and wife. And we were at the verge of breaking up and divorce because I have two jobs, neurosurgery and pastoring. So she suffered so much. At that time, I don't want to divorce. I want to keep my family. 
So I look up to God and say, God, I repent. If I'm not good as a husband, I do something wrong. Please help me. Please show me. Tell me what to do. I pray like that for months and months. And one day God say, go to that meeting and get touched by the fire of God. And I'm going to set you free. So we went together. I remember in that first meeting of revival, that night, Pastor Da dreamed. We were not happy at that time because we did not believe in revival yet. We did not believe in laughter and the falling in the Holy Spirit. We did not believe in the manifestation of the Spirit. We came from the denomination. And Pastor Da dreamed that dream that she was getting married with me. She was getting dressed. The wedding started around 4 p.m. or something like that. But by 5 p.m., she could not finish her getting dressed for the wedding. And then she woke up and she repented and said, Wow. We are not ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. We need to be ready. We need God to cleanse us, purify us by his fire. After that, we began to pursue revival and the fire of God. And now we have a happy family. God, help us to repent. God, help us. He stooped down and sent me to that revival service with my wife and saved our family. Now we are having a happy family. What happened to Job? In verse 10, 42 verse 10, and the Lord, I like this sentence, I like this verse, and the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Yesterday, Ankober asked me, can God bless me when I pray for people? Yes, you should pray for people. You remember, Abraham prayed for Abimelech. Abimelech could not have baby in his household. All of his women could not have baby. And Abraham prayed for Abimelech's family. And Abimelech's wife started to get pregnant. After that, Sarah got pregnant. You pray for people. Job prayed for his friend. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Everyone said, difficulties. Brings a push. Push me, Push me higher. The end result is that Job has double of what he had before. I would like to read the end story of Job here in verses 12 to 17. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job. How many people want God to bless you latter days? Bless the latter days of Job more than his beginning. Wow, difficulties make Job change. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Kasia, and the name of the third Karen Hapush. In the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. What is the end result when God helped Job? That difficulty stopped Job from moving forward? No. The difficulties he faced pushed him higher. At the end of the story, he become richer. He has good 
10 more children and he lived a long life and verse 17 so job died and old and full of days how many people expect to live a long life die old and full of days how many people expect to die soon how many people expect to have cancer and die in the hospital at young age no, I don't believe in dying soon. I believe in living a long life because that is what the Bible says. After the flood in the time of Noah, God said that from now on, people will live to 120 years. I have a lawyer who did the will for me. He is Jewish man. He asked me, uh, how long do you plan to live when I make the will for my kids? And I say, 120 years. He looked at me. Wow, this is in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament, and he said that the Jewish people bless each other on the birthday like this. They will say, for example, Peter's birthday. Peter, 120 years. That's how the Jewish people bless each other by saying 120 years. Job lived a long life. The difficulties that happened to him pushed him to the next level. When you face difficulties, God will use that difficulty to push you to have higher confidence in God, more faith. Building your character, you will become more determined. Your faith grow up. You have more wisdom. You can experience more grace. God is going to push you up by using difficulties. Look at what happened to Joseph. Joseph was sold to be a slave in Egypt. He was mistreated by his boss wife. He was put in jail. Difficulties, problem after problem after problem. But Joseph never complained even one time. He still walked with God by faith. He still loved God. He still did the best for his boss. In jail, he was one of the best prisoners. He did everything the best. He just trust God, my Redeemer, leave. This difficulty is going to push me up. And look at what happened in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20 to 24. As for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are this day. Joseph was speaking to his brother who sold him to be slave. Overnight, after being in jail for years, being slave and in jail, overnight he became the prime minister of Egypt. And because of his title and position, the second in command in Egypt, he was able to save the whole family of his father, Jacob. He saved the whole family of Israel. God used difficulties to push him up and he was able to save other people. So from now on, when you face difficulties, will you complain? What you should do? My Redeemer still live. He still sits on the throne. I will listen to him. I believe his plan for my life it's still good. And I will get promotion. Get to the next level. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for and support you and your little ones. And he comforted them, imparting cheer, hope, strength, and spoke to their hearts kindly. Joseph was a forgiving man. He loved and forgave his brothers who mistreated him. You have anybody that you still mad at right now? You have bitterness against? Please forgive them. Do like Joseph. Forgive those who mistreated you. 
Joseph dwelt in Egypt. He and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. Joseph saw Ephraim's children. He saw his grandchildren of the third generation. Wow. I hope to see Millie's kids. Millie is my granddaughter. I hope to see her in the wedding ceremony one day. The children also of Marker, son of Manasseh. Manasseh was another son of Joseph. Were brought up on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am going to die, but God will surely visit you and bring you out. He even prophesied that his loved ones will be brought out of this land to the land he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give you. Brothers and sisters, walk with God faithfully. Believe in God. Trust God that he is your redeemer. He is still alive. He sits on the throne. He loves you so much. No matter what difficulties you face, you know that God can redeem you. God can restore you. God can help you. And when you come out from those difficulties, you will not stay the same level. You go up to the next level. In faith, in character, in finances, in position, in honor, everything. But you have to go through those difficulties with the right heart. I like the promise for the New Testament church in Joel chapter 2, verses 23 to 32. This is the promise of God for the New Testament disciple of Jesus Christ. Be glad then. Everyone say, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Be glad. You children of Zion, you members of the church, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The Bible used the terminology of farmers because at that time, the children of Israel were farmers and they also take, took care of animals. So they use all these terms. They don't use computer terms. Uh, mouse, iPad, uh, click, 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 download. They don't use those terms because they are farmers. And the Bible says, He will give you former rain and the latter rain, which means the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. He will pour the Spirit on you. The threshing floors is your bank account and your investment and your business. Shall be full of wheat, and the wets shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you. Everyone say, restore. restore. Everyone say, my God, my God. is a, a redeemer. He is my restorer. He, is my restorer. he, will, restore he will restore me. I will restore to you. You, restore you think God, God lies? No. You think God lies? No. He never lies. This is in the Bible, not pass aloud idea. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts, my great army which I sent among you. God allowed bad things to happen at that time. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. You shall have a lot of good jai a lot of pad thai, steak. You can eat a lot of good food. But don't eat too much though. And be satisfied. Praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt 
wondrously with you. You remember the Bible say he stooped down and helped you. He gonna deal with you wondrously. The Bible repeat again and again who God is, and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am in the midst of the church. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. He's talking about revival now, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, starting in the upper room in Jerusalem. The outpouring still happening today. God still pour His Spirit on people, and the last one, verse 32. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall calls the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion, in the church, and in Jerusalem, in the city of God, there shall be deliverance. And the Lord has said among the remnant, whom the Lord call. All this scripture, I read many scripture. To, you know, the Bible say, "How can you know the truth? When you go to court, you need two to three witnesses." You cannot depend on one witness in the court to blame somebody. You need two to three witnesses. I read all this scripture regarding Job, regarding Joseph, the book of Job. Three witnesses that our God is a God of restoration, the God who redeemed you and can push you higher when difficulties come to you. How many people believe that difficulties can push you up? In fact, I admit to you. I come to this point in my life because I went through a lot of difficulties, and those difficulties really pushed me to be a better husband, a better neurosurgeon, a better pastor. I learn, I grow through difficulties, not through simple life. So now I look back for the past 40 plus years. Thank God, on that day, I went to see one American member. For two years, I will draw from Belleville, Seattle area, to SeaTac Airport once a week to disciple this American man. I want him to be a pastor in this church. I disciple him personally. After two years of spending my time on the traffic, spend time teaching him. One day, I show up in his house and he say, "Pastor, sorry, I'm leaving the church. I want to collapse." I cry in my heart. I spend time with you. For two years, and now you are leaving the church, and you don't care about me and about this church. I face difficulty, disappointment, hurt, and I ask him, "Why do you want to leave? Did I do anything wrong to you?" He said, "No, no, no, no. But your church is so dry, no Holy Spirit." I drove back home that night, sad. He never showed up in the church again. Last day, we met each other. That difficulty that come to me, the disappointment. I invested my time on this American man for two years, but he didn't care. That's what I thought. But actually, God let it happen. After that day, I began to buy books and listen about the Holy Spirit, and that led me to revival. Led me to know the Holy Spirit because of that disappointment. That difficulty pushed Pastor Lau to higher level in the spiritual realm. Without it, I will not come to this point of my life. From now on, don't be depressed and discouraged when you face some disappointments and difficulties. Those things will push you 
to the next level. Let me read the last scripture and I'm done. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, all kinds of challenges and disappointment and problems, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. God allowed difficulties, disappointments, and troubles, and hardships, and trials, and all kinds of problems to happen to you, to push you up, so that you will grow up more. You can get promotion, you get stronger, and God will lead you to the next level until you become mature. And God will use you to help people around you. So in conclusion, after reading all this scripture, the whole message today, learning about Job, Joseph, learning about the book of Job, the God of restoration, we make a conclusion. Thank God for difficulties. Without difficulties, we will not be promoted. We will not grow up. Difficulties push you higher. So from now on, when you face difficulties, everyone say, my Redeemer lives. lives. Everyone say, he is the king king. of all the nations. nations. He is greater than my problem. He can redeem me. He can can restore me. me. And give me double. More than before. before. He trained me. He He tested me. I will listen to him. I I shall repent. And ask him to help me. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. You learned something today? So from now on, when you face difficulties, what should you do? Honey, honey, it's your fault. It's your problem. The American government is your problem. The governor of Washington is your problem. What should you do when you face difficulties? Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. My God is on my side. No matter what happened around me, I will get higher. I will not be depressed. I will not blame anybody. I will not blame my wife. (laughs) I will thank God. He is my redeemer. Amen. <laughs> oh, yesterday in the young adult care group, people give testimony about all the difficulties and was thinking, wow, this fit go along with the sermon today. And we all face difficulties in life. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are the good God. You are the redeemer. You are not the dead God. You are not an idol. A statue that we need to help to carry you out of my home. But you are the God who can help us, lift us up, 
Thank you, Lord. You are the merciful God. You deal with us wondrously. You stoop down, Lord, and see our poverty, our troubles, difficulties in life, and you lift us up out of the garbage dump. You lift us up out of the dust. You make the woman who cannot have baby pregnant. You provide the single in this church a good spouse, a good husband, a good wife. You are the God of provision. You are the God who helps your people, Lord. Lord, we believe you allow difficulties to happen in our life, so that we will be pushed up. To the next level, we believe and declare the story, the example of Job, of Joseph, will happen to us, Lord. We will receive the payback, double. The end of our life shall be great, because you say in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, "My plan for you is good future." And we're gonna hang on that promise. You say that you will not withhold good things from those who walk uprightly. Lord, we want to walk uprightly, faithfully with you, Lord. And you will take care of us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the good God. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah. If you're not sure that your name is recorded in the book of life, you're not sure that if you leave this world one day, you will be in heaven. I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, we all one day gonna die. The question is, after we die, where are we gonna be? I want to be in heaven for eternity. I want to. See my mansion in heaven. I don't want to go to the other place. So I would like to encourage you to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart right now that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior, and repent of your sin. Can we confess together? Yes. Nothing wrong to confess again and again. Father in heaven, we admit, Lord, we have the sinful nature. We have sinned against you. Lord, we repent of our sin. You are the holy God. You are blameless God. We come to you with a humble heart. We believe Jesus is the Son of God. He is our Savior, Lord. He paid the price of sin for us. And he was raised from the dead on the third day. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Sit on the throne of my life. From today on, you are my King. You are my Provider. You are my Redeemer. You are my Helper. You are my Savior. And my Lord, I will serve you. I am your disciple. I am your child. I will serve you, Lord, all the days of my life. I believe and declare 
difficulties in my life will push me up and I will get to the finish line. Your plan and purpose for me shall be accomplished. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and sing a song together. Give glory to God. Let's thank God for His faithfulness. Amen. Today, the prayer team will pray for you. Draw me close. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. No one else will do Cause nothing else could take your place Feel the warmth of your embrace Let's sing it out loud Thank you, O oh God, 
that you are our high priest. You are the redeemer who still live. Father, we thank you, Lord. It doesn't matter what we are going through. We will not have any fear. We will not have any fear because we know that you are there for us, Lord. We are confident in your love. We are confident in your power. We are confident that you are there for us, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you so much, O oh God. We just want to come together with our humble hearts, Lord, to depend on you, Lord, to seek you, to come close to you, Lord. And Father, it doesn't matter what we are going through. We know, dear Lord, that we will come out fine. Lord, we know, dear Lord, that you allow difficulties to come into our life, to shape us up. You allow it to come so that we will depend on you more. You allow the difficulties and all the hardship to come into our life so that we will depend on you. And Father, we know, dear Lord, that you will teach us and you will help us, dear God, to be more mature. Therefore, dear God, from now on, we know, dear Lord, that when we face difficulty, we consider it as joy. Because, dear Lord, it will help us to be mature, dear God, in you. Lord, I pray in Jesus' mighty name, dear Lord, that you will please bless, Father, all the brothers and sisters in our congregation, Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that, Father, that they will be closer to you. Lord, we will all draw near to you. We will all, Father, depend on you more. We will all pray to you more. Father, we will all confident, Lord, from now on, Lord, that we will not have any fear. We don't have no fear because you are our Redeemer. Amen. Dear Lord, and I also want to pray, dear Father, that, Father, whatever that the brothers and sisters come with them today, Lord, any difficulties, any burden yes. on their shoulder, Amen. we pray in Jesus' mighty name that by your power, by your love, and by your mercy, you will take it away, Father, from them all, Lord. It doesn't matter what problem uh, that is, financial problem, relationship problem, Lord, children problem, health problem. Yes. Lord, we pray, dear Lord, that you will take it away from the congregation. You will take it away from our brother and sister, dear Father. We pray, dear God, that you will help us, Lord, to repent of our sin very quickly, Lord, so that, dear Lord, we will be undercover, will be under your promise, Lord. You, we pray, dear Lord, that you will help all of us, Lord. And I am confident, Lord, as time go by, Lord, my brother and sister's life will be better and better and better. Dear God, all the burden in thy shoulder will be gone. All the chain will be gone. All Thank the you, curses Jesus. will be gone. Thanks so that we will be able to run, Lord. We'll be able to run, Father, to the finish line. We'll Amen. be able, Lord, to be the blessing to the nations. We will be Amen. the blessing to people all around us, oh God. Amen. Father, we will no longer have the problem, but we will be able, Lord, to go, dear God, and help others, Father, who have problem. Yes. Father, set us free, dear God. Amen. Set us free from all the burdens on our shoulder, Lord. 
Father, help us, Lord, so that we will run quickly, oh God, to the finish line. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We pray, dear God, that everyone who, Father, who come today, they will go out, not the same, oh God, Amen. but they will receive the blessing of the Lord. They will receive the deliverance of the Lord. They will be able to notice that that, that burden, that difficulties is less and less and Amen. we will be gone. Lord, Amen. we thank you so much, oh God. We pray, dear God, that you will refresh every heart, dear God. Amen. We pray, dear Father, that everyone, Lord, will go out from the presence of the Lord and ready, Lord, to be the blessing for others. Amen. We thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.